Well, hello. It's Still Sober with John Raven. This is episode 218. It's posting on September 7th, 2022. Um, But I'm recording it on Labor Day. So forgive me if I didn't put anything into this. Have you ever put anything into it? Yes, yes, I have put stuff into this. I just, I feel like I haven't, this, uh, my inner monologue is is, uh, such a bitch. I hope you're doing all right. Hope, uh, if you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. By the way, I saw, I didn't, I don't go looking for this, but uh, I was, I, th- I think I was doing some searches and, and I got bored. I ended up uh, seeing uh, how many people have actually rated this podcast on, uh, on Apple Podcasts. And uh, thank you guys. I don't know why. I, I, I feel like people that listen to me, a lot of them hear me say, I don't give a shit about this. There's no reason to, who gives a shit? You know, don't, I don't care. Don't, you don't have to rate this. You don't have to like and subscribe. I don't care. I'm, I'm just happy if you've listened to this. And if you don't listen to this, I'm fine with it. Right. And I think some of the people that listen to me hear that and go, well, fuck you. I'm going to rate it. So thank you to those of you who have. Um, somebody referred to themselves as a member of the Stain Sane Squad, which is fucking genius. I don't know uh, if I'll ever incorporate that, but I won't forget that. That's I, I have no marketing skills and like coming up with catchphrases. Other than that, that's that's amazing. Appreciate that. Um, crazy it's 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 weird what happens you know because i have this is the type of podcast that people um if you connect to it you connect to it and then i see you i see you guys when i check out stats i see you guys every week and i'm like ah i got my uh, i got my core audiences here every week and uh and some of you will actually go to rate it uh other people that that find me somehow breeze in and go not for me they don't have the energy to go find where they can rate me like one star or some shit you know some people like hate rates things and fuck you you know just do that they have the time to do that people that tend to i don't have many of those people hear me i'm glad that people aren't motivated enough to hate rate my podcast if they did that'd be fine that's that's almost it's almost a sign of growth that you've got so many people listening that you got people that are like yeah you think things are going well for you well here comes one star at you that'll fuck up your day it won't probably won't see it probably won't see it but once a year the one time a year i go Ah, how are my ratings? How are my arbitrary ratings on a website that nobody goes, 
Like, have you ever seen a podcast and gone, wait, before I click on it to listen, I'm going to take the time to go out of my way to go to a website to see if other people have rated it good or bad. Is there a Yelp for this podcast or an equivalent, a Yelp equivalent of podcasting? Uh, let me Google, let me spend all this time instead of just clicking on it and listening to it for a little bit and going, ah, I don't like that guy's voice, off. So I appreciate that. I appreciate the way uh, we're built as humans. I, I like the flaws. Sometimes the flaws are good. Flaws make things interesting. That's where, uh, that's where part of the, uh, the society, especially the online version, the overreactive society, um, that's, that's where they get things wrong when they try to shame people for things that they say that they don't like because nobody is perfect. You're never going to find somebody that meets your uh, unrealistic standards. And if you do, that person is boring as fuck. Very uninteresting. You need flaws to make you interesting. You need somebody who's uh, done some bad shit, but overall, not a bad person. That's what you need. You need that, you know, that you found one of the worst things that I've done that you know about that you can find or whatever. So never been a fan of the, that. And I know they call it cancel culture, but it's like, it's a, it, it's such a, such a dumb phrase. But I mean, what that encapsulates is an actual real thing. You can argue whether somebody actually gets canceled or not. Um, the funny thing is that the people who are the most concerned about cancel culture won't get canceled because either they're too big and they're not going anywhere or nobody cares about them. It's like nobody's coming after, um, nobody knows who you are. You don't even have a podcast. Like people are like, oh, that's cancel culture. It's like, you don't even have a podcast. You're not on TV. You're not even an entertainer. Dude, you work at Safeway. Nobody's coming after you. Goddamn Payless shoe store job. Nobody's coming for you. Nobody is going to make sure that you, as an assistant manager for Jason's Deli, will lose your job. You will no longer be able to sell those um, impressively mediocre overpriced sandwiches. So I am, uh, I'm a little concerned uh, that uh, people who actually need therapy are not getting it. And people who don't really need therapy are taking up all the spots with therapists. What I mean is that, uh, and I've talked about this before, where um, I feel that there's a lot of people who have therapists or go, who are in therapy, uh, and they say that it helps them. And you know what? I bet it does. But I kind of feel like they're functioning not because of therapy, but they, they're using therapy as kind of a um, just a little bit of encouragement uh, you know, because these are the, these are people that uh, 
I don't, I don't want to, I don't know enough details to know if they've actually progressed in therapy and have actually gotten better or if they're just treading water because uh, some of the people that, uh, that I've known in the past who, um, you know, have go to therapy are huge drug users <laughs> and, uh, you know, drink a lot, uh, prescription drugs, maybe not so much now, but uh, I'm thinking in terms of like, you know, 10, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, um, you know, definitely 10 years ago, right? That it's, it was one of those things where, and they're not telling them, they're, they're not, obviously, if you're loading up on prescription drugs, um, some of which are not actually your prescription, but, uh, and then you're not, you're not being truthful about how much you drink, how much weed you smoke, um, you know, when you do all kinds of different other, you know, recreational drugs, and then also your prescription drugs, and then also going to therapy, like, and then wondering why therapy isn't um, working as well. It's because, well, first of all, you're masking all the shit. So you're not really getting into the heart of the matter with your therapist. Also, It, there's a lot to be put on therapists, you know, on, on people in the mental health profession as then as if they're all good. And I don't think that they are. I think that they're all there. It's like any other job. There's some good and then there's a whole lot of mediocre and then there's a, some bad and uh, just kind of, you know, people that are filling in, especially with like apps. I'm sure on better health, you're when you're want to speak to a therapist, you're just somebody who took a life coach class and is just kind of somehow skirted onto the the app. I don't know the vetting process on how you know qualified you have to be. Um, and this really sounds like I'm shitting on it, but it just seems to me. And this all came from me just going to the convenience store, and a guy that lives in my neighborhood who drives an expensive fucking um, zero emissions car was wearing a, uh, an N95 mask outside and then went inside the convenience store, bought whatever he bought, came out still wearing the mask, got in his car, and ultimately finally took off the mask when he started driving. But it's... It seems to me that all of this has... Uh, the pandemic shit and everything that's going on, we got a lot of people that are kind of fucked up a lot of PTSD and you know a lot of people have gotten quote unquote went back to normal but I think a lot of people have said that they've gone back to normal but they're still kind of fucked up with fear just because you know because they was trapped inside there was isolation there's a, a, a fear of the virus there's a fear of politics of the side that you don't like and uh, the shortcomings of the side that you do like. And you're just sitting there and you don't know how it's all going to turn out. And, you know, you're, you, you're trapped inside. It felt like for um, two years, not really two years for, for most of us, but 
you know what I mean, for, for long periods of time. So you're reading news, the world's falling apart because you're only reading the bad news. Even though when you go outside, everybody's just, you know, and you talk to a person face to face, doesn't matter. You don't know the person's politics. They're friendly. You're friendly. You're just mingling with, with real people. That's a completely different world that's what's online. And everybody's kind of freaked out. And you still have people who are like, I have to wear this mask outside for some goddamn reason. Even though, statistically speaking, the virus has gotten weaker and it's more of just like, ugh, now I'm going to feel shitty if I get it. I'm going to feel shitty for a few days, but ultimately I'll be fine. But I am going to be very, 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 very safe to the point where I'm kind of broken. So what I'm saying is, is that there's a lot of people that probably need therapy. And I hear that there's a shortage and that's what I mean. I think that, I don't know. I think that people need to, are you using therapy as a crutch? How can you do that? Easy. You're not actually working on yourself. You're just using therapy as your once a week, once every two weeks time to vent to somebody so that you feel better and then you do actually no work to improve those shortcomings of yours that are bugging you or some things. And I, and it just feels like to me, I, I don't know, shit or get off the pot. I hate that, red, that redneck phrase. Um, it's my uncle that said that once or twice. But uh, but like that, it, it seems like to me, I really believe that people should, if you're not trying to progress, what's the point? Why are you spending the money? It's like either do it or don't. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I just feel like it's, uh, it's, I think we're going to be all right, but I think that there's a lot of people that are just walking around and they're, they're real, they're trying to hold it together, but they're broken, man. They're, this, this shit really broke them. And uh, I feel good about it. <laughs> I feel good about them being broken. No, I feel good about me. Um, I feel like it's been, it's been because of this, talking into this uh, podcast once a week. And, uh, but also kind of working on it, kind of progressing forward. Um, and maybe I'll talk more about where I'm at next week, because next week it will officially be 10 years sober for me. And that'll be the episode that drops next Wednesday. Um, and I will probably treat that as like going to a meeting. Um, but I don't know. I've been thinking about that, about how there's some people that need help. But good luck telling them that. I don't know. It's like, hey, because you don't want to go, hey, you're wearing a mask. Do you need therapy? That's not really a good way to approach it. It's like, have you read the updates on what works and why and where you should wear it? And, uh, there's being safe and then there's being uh, mired in fear. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you get people helped if they're not, you know, if they're not looking for it. I don't know. 
Just something I noticed, I guess. I do want to, uh, just to clarify, by the way, I don't think that everybody should work on themselves to uh, reach a certain perfection or a certain level. You know, I don't personally think that, uh, like the idea of bettering yourself irritates me. No. <laughs> it's, it's more like uh, bettering yourself. I don't know. It's more one of those things that if you, you want to work on something that you want to improve on. But like you shouldn't, that's only, I mean, I, I would assume it's normal for everybody to have some things. Man, I need to work on that. So you just kind of work on it. It's not, you're not trying to reach a goal. Like there's not some goal that you're like, one day I'm going to be fulfilled and I'm going to be perfect. And also, or the other way, and I don't like the other way either, where it's like, you're perfect just the way you are. No, you're not. You are not perfect. You can, you can be fine with yourself. Like, ah, I'm fine with this. I'm aware I'm out of shape. I'm fine with it. So you start walking around, you're like, hmm, maybe I want to get in a little bit better shape because this is killing me. All right, then work on that. I don't know. I think it's the middle ground area. It's the, uh, it, it's like, it's like finding this, the, the, the space in the middle between being, um, um, stupidly optimistic and uh, and just negative as shit and uh, I've been negative as shit um, many times in my life and uh, I tried this stupid optimism for a little bit and it um, going through that pink cloud shit when you first get sober and you're like oh this is who I am now and uh, and after a while that kind of wears off and after a while you kind of go back and look at how full of yourself you were, like suddenly I have all the answers. I see it. I see the world clearly. You're all wrong. Uh, it's embarrassing, but it's good. It's good to see there you go, oh man, I was an intolerable piece of shit. So you kind of, you pull back and you, you find like this reasonable level of, uh, you know, uh, trying to be rational as much as you can and Realize that you still have some asshole tendencies and you're still negative about a lot of shit, but uh, some things you're uh, surprisingly positive about and uh, you just kind of yin-yang that shit with, the, with, with both of those and, and then you just move forward. Eh, that's where I'm at. Seems to be doing all right. It's weird to be, it's weird to be happily married again. Excuse me. It's weird to be happily married when being in my second marriage is where the again comes from. Because I don't, I wasn't happily married before. I was comfortably married before for a few years. It was 20, 20 years ago. I've been, <laughs> I've been, uh, I'm going to, you know, next year I'll be, I've been divorced 20 years. Um, but I'm married again. But this time I'm happily married. And it's weird to be in that 
it's it's like a it's like I finally reached a space where it's like I I should get married. It's like the times like I'm ready for it as opposed to doing it because it felt oh this seems like the right thing to do back in the back in the past and that didn't turn out that well. Um, but uh, this time around, I don't know. It's just uh, I'm in a good spot. This sounds like I'm bragging. I'm not bragging, you guys. I'm not trying to throw it in your face. Well, I'm not in a good spot, John. Go fuck yourself. Heard that. Look, I, I hear you. Um, just keep going, man. Just. <laughs> Whew. I don't know. I got nothing else. Uh, next week, I will do a little bit of bragging because it'll be 10 years sober. So um, assuming that I stay sober the week, huh? Let's uh, hopefully that, that keeps going. But uh, next week, I'll talk about that. So appreciate it. Uh, it's still soberpod at gmail.com for questions or comments. Please keep them positive and neutral. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Later. Gotta get away, gotta get away, gotta get away for the love of me.